okay so um you didn't nobody else in the in the in the clan wanted to be the third wheel this week i didn't ask i mean it's just gonna be me that's all right isn't it and even though you you got you got the hotness right but i mean it's you you and i can have some decent conversations without the third wheel (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he he's 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 a phenomenal enabler Right. He, he's he's like our little he's like the gel that keeps us all together. Well, I mean, he's like the peanut butter. Peanut butter. What what do you use that that peanut butter keeps together? I'm confused. Well, you you guys have peanut butter and jelly in a sandwich, so you know, yeah. one of us is the sandwich, one of us is peanut butter, one of us is jelly, and you put us all together, and and we taste like, nice. You know what? You're probably right, but. Ah! Oh! <laughs> We've now lost respawn. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast. A show where we discuss tips, tricks and tools to help all Guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, we're not streamers or YouTubers, we just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 news, information and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback, and you can contact us either by email, two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com, or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. Um, you got your notes? I got some notes. That's good. That's a good start for the week. Seeing as the. <laughs> You're 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 the main guy for the week. You, you're doing all the note reading. Am I now? Well, it's it's it says there respawns news roundup because you haven't come up with another name for it yet. <laughs> I, I did come up with another name last time we were talking, and you're like, "Is this really the best time to do that?" I thought it was a pretty good name. But you haven't come up with something else. What else have you come up with? I didn't think I needed to. I thought it was good enough. No, you wanted standards. something that wanted you wanted something that's going to rhyme. Yeah, that's true. I guess I have to actually think about it. I suppose. So you join us this week. We are one member down, as um, parody is off spending time with family. Indeed, in this time of need. Uh, yes. Yes. Hmm. So let's have a moment of silence for Parody. Great. That's long enough. Now. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. All right. Uh, so, uh, Robbie if Stevens. You, I was going to say, no, I was going to say, if, if people didn't listen to last week's show and they don't know who we are, I am Night Demon. I am the British guy. And the other person you hear speaking is no one responds in real life, who is our hunter. Ha <laughs> yeah. And the other Titan, yeah, he's off doing stuff. So, yeah, we're all about Destiny and we're going to talk some Destiny this week. We are um, going to talk Destiny. Even though there's no This Week at Bungie from Bungie, um, we still managed to scrape the bottom of a barrel and um, bring you some news roundups. Uh, So for next week in Destiny, as I was saying to Respawn, I didn't get a flash briefing of what was coming next week on my screen for Destiny this week. So all I do know is that it's the last week for the dawning next week. So Mm -hmm. upgrade that Sparrow. Fill in those those, cookies. Yeah, bake those cookies. Fill in those triumphs, those naught progression triumphs, and um, yeah. I guess I'm going to have to go talk to Riven 
at some point, huh? <laughs> I baked a cookie. It's sitting in my inventory, but I'm just like, uh, I don't know, man. I guess I got to go to the wall, do the wish thing that everybody's been doing to go talk to Riven. And um, you got to like talk to not Riven, but like a, like a, like a, like a, like a, snow message, like a statue. Snow no, globe, it's, yeah. it's a little snow globe. And what about Callus? How do you talk to Callus on the Leviathan? Th- that's the visage. You just go to the tribute hall. Oh, well, you did the tribute hall. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So if, yeah, if you're lost with that, you don't actually have to go and speak to Callus. You don't have to go through a whole entire raid. Just go to the tribute hall and give him, is it fried ring donut things? I can't remember the name of what they are. I at the moment. can't remember. Yeah. Ooh, so, also next week, we've got the Devil's Ruin exotic sidearm quest, which is going live on <laughs> Reset. I'm guessing go to St. 14 on Reset and he'll give you a quest to start doing stuff for the sidearm. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if this sidearm is why St. 14 is the strongest Titan, man. I mean, he's got a sidearm that's got a fusion rifle on the bottom barrel. I mean, come on. Come on, now. He's holding out on us. So, like, oh, yeah, by the way, <laughs> look what I got. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, no. Hey, yo, 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 come here. Let me let me take a look at that. What you got right there? Saying, uh, saying that, I, I got to the point in the season pass where I started unlocking the ornaments for the armor. And I was quite impressed because I was playing on my Warlock at the time that you can unlock like a Saint-14 style um, helmet that looks like the exotic helmet for the Titans. It's got that little purple bit, you know, like Saint fourteen Barton headpiece kind of thing. Yeah, looks pretty cool. It does look pretty cool. And then and, I think um, you can do one for the hunter as well. So you can all oh, look like Saint fourteen. No, ouch, no. My my hunter already looks enough like a titan that I had to change her arm piece so that she'd stop wearing shoulder pads. So I think I'm okay. Hmm. I'm not looking even more like a titan. And yes, it is a her for those that just wondered why I said that. Um, so that that's enough of us talking about our stuff about Destiny. Should we get into some... <laughs> <laughs> that's enough about us talking about Destiny. Okay, bye! No, that's enough of us talking what we're doing. People aren't here to listen to what we're doing in Destiny. They're here to hear... Uh, that's exactly no, they're not. They're they go to other podcasts to listen to how other people play it. They come come to us for news and information and, and banter and people making fun of each opinions, other. Opinions, yeah. Not that kind well of thought thing. out insults. Stuff like that, yeah. So have you come up with a new name for your, your news roundup this week? Dude, you asked me to do that like four minutes ago. No, I don't have no, a new name it, for it. No, it wasn't four minutes ago. It was in the last podcast. No, I didn't. I didn't And I left that. it in the last podcast to remind you that you're gonna do it this time. Speaking of doing things this time, uh, last time you edited out my shout out to. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't have to edit anything out now. You're just editing yourself. <laughs> oh man, it's been just, a long Just day. go through the list of people that you think that you may have had to have shout out to. Go on. No, no, no. There's only the one because nobody ever talks to me. Um, I'll just go down the list. Talk later. I did a shout out to him last week for everybody that didn't know, and it was an actual shout out. I I screened 
his gamer tag. And then Parody said, do it again. So I screamed his gamer tag again. And then they said, from now on, that's the only way that you can say it. And since I just said it twice without screaming it, I guess I've already failed, right? Yes, you failed. But the point is, is last week it was called out. And he wants everybody to know that he loves the Frozen Clan. He loves playing Destiny 2, and he is more than willing to share his sandwiches with me. And for those that don't know what that means, that's about four podcasts ago talking about how nobody wanted to give me their sandwich. All right. Uh, so there you go. Try not to edit it out this time. All right. Well, no, I won't edit it out. Last, it was got caught up in all the Christmas talk. We we spent forty minutes talking about what we did at Christmas as families before we even got on to Destiny. So yeah, yeah. Now yeah. now we've got the New Year stuff out of the way. There's still mm-hmm. no Twab to talk about. We're just going to jump into Respawn's news roundup. Respawn's news roundup is a thing now. And we're starting with Robbie Stevens, who is at Murasamun. Murasamun. It's funny because this guy is white as hell and he's calling out to some Japanese sword unless of course that's a person i have no idea how twitter works so i don't know if that's his name or not my bad do you go so in the new year with new exotics and a few surprises right around the corner season of dawn is ushering hashtag destiny 2 into 2020 cosmo said imagine if you could farm every armor piece black armory seasonal dreaming city planetary etc the small chance of this armor having good stats. This change would make every armor set relevant. (laughs) By the way, I just want to point out how he said a small chance of it having good stats. So for Destiny, that's like 0.0000000001% chance. Uh, Anyway, this is currently true. All gear does have a chance to roll with high stats. Aha, see, see. It all has a chance, but none of it does. See, right there. Look, see, if you read ahead, I knew it. Check it out. There's a rare chance that you could get some 60-plus stat armor from Titan. Some activities could have a higher chance of getting good stats. I know it's repetitive, but it's like another subtopic, so it's not mm-hmm. me. It's it's written here. No, no. Uh, this is also true with the raid and IB gear. Iron Banner, sorry. It's weighted towards giving out higher stats, but does not but does have a chance to give low stats. (laughs) It's weighted towards giving you higher stats, but you can get low stats on Iron Banner gear. You're still going to get low stats no matter what, basically. I know, man. The pinnacle, you know what, Bungie, you need to... I don't know. Because they they, they reach out to YouTubers, right? So they're, they're getting feedback from actual YouTubers. But it doesn't seem like they do anything with it. They're like, oh, yeah, no, this armor has a chance to roll with high stats, 60 plus, right? Mm -hmm. But you have a better chance of getting struck by lightning, just so you know. It's like, then what is the point, Bungie? Honestly, it's like, just anyway. I know what you mean. It makes no sense in going and doing pinnacle stuff. Like the raid is only once a week that you can get those drops on that character. The one chance. So why are those not all high stats? But you know, you still got to roll the dice on what stats you're going to get those in. Or iron banner, and and, and and the same with iron banner. I mean, the iron banner doesn't necessarily drop 
an armor piece after every match, you've probably got more of a higher chance if you keep playing Iron Banner over and over and over again. But it should be like, again, guaranteed you get an armor piece from turning in those bounties regardless because you're going to get the weapons as drops from just gameplay or turning in tokens. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, and, and even with the dungeon, right? Yeah, dungeon as well. I like oh. doing the dungeon. And before I knew what was going on, right, I already had like a full set of dungeon armor for my hunter, right? Yeah. And I'm like, it was really cool because now all my stats are really inflated. And then somebody pointed out, I think it was... It was us. They're like, yeah. And you guys are like, well, it's just masterworked. It's still yeah. low stats. It's just masterworked. And when I saw that, I'm like, damn it, he's right. So even that, you get a low roll, it's just masterworked so that you get an extra 12 and everything. And when you do pinnacle activities like dungeons or Iron Banner or, you know, raids or whatever, right? We shouldn't have a chance to get higher gear. It should just be 60 plus all the time. We got six different columns that the stats can roll different on, right? So that's where the that's that's where the, the randomness comes into play is what stats get what points in them. But it should still all be 60 plus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I so, totally agree. Yeah, pinnacle gear. I'm sorry, pinnacle activities should equal pinnacle gear. Just like back in the day, whenever you did freaking nightfall, you got a powerful something with a chance to get an exotic. That that that's what you got. But nowadays it's like, oh well, you have a chance to get this or you have a chance to get that. Dude, stop giving me chances and give me the damn gear I'm looking for, Bungie. <laughs> sorry. Anyway, so but it does have a chance to get about low stats back to the tweet uh i'll pass along the feedback that with the raids limited amount of drops per week it feels extra bad to get a poor roll yes it does why do you have to be told this why is this (sighs) thanks for the post armor 2.0 is relatively young feature that we will continue to iterate on cosmo every time i see something that says cosmo at the top or or dmg I'm tilted before I even read it because I know <laughs> all the message is going to say is, yeah, we hear you. We'll let the guys know. <laughs> maybe, maybe this isn't the best segment for you. <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> Unless you want to re- – well, this this is a good way no. to get a rant every week. No. Uh, anyway, so they didn't have any change planned for making Solstice Armors non-reclaimable from Banshee. Oh, they checked into this and couldn't find any bugs or anything in the way that had the content set up that would result in a loss of access to the social scare. This will be looked into. Reddit post. We'll check Ion issues with controller support over Steam Link. Uh, is Ion, is this no, a misprint or I'm, is Ion I, like a thing that has to do with Steam? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing we'll check on issues with controller support over Steam Link. <laughs> they're investigating gamut quest green with envy being bugged Reddit yes link. apparently it's extremely bugged you can only get to a certain point and can't progress any further it's quite a bad one which one is green with envy um i think it's the one where you get the shaders and oh, okay. the banner fair enough um they're passing all the iron banner feedback to the devs especially about the rocket launcher step not being fun and causing friction in matches hmm. reddit links to one two and three for that one 
Symmetry, full auto stopping firing randomly is a known issue, and they're working on a fix. It just came out. How are you over here? I, th- I thought that was me. I thought I wasn't pushing the button enough. Obviously not. I don't use symmetry. I mean, I got it. It, it, it. It's a cool gun concept, and I like what you can do with it. But I think there are so many other things to put in the exotic slot. So I just, yeah, whatever. So I don't. I didn't know about this bug being a thing. On EXP sources, feedback. Thanks for collecting feedback on this thread on bounties and XP sources. We'll share your thoughts with the team on how you would like these systems to improve in the future. So far, the main points I'm seeing are making activities reward more XP. Doi. Bounties should be able to pick up an orbit or in one location. Doi. Increase the amount of bounties you can carry. Doi. Normally it's Sorry. doi doi. Doi doi doi. Let me know what other main points you would like us to pass along. Thanks. You know, about the bounties, right? My -hmm. son fell victim to this too, right? Because he saw you can have like 63 of these or whatever. He's like, but but how come I can only hold 12? It won't let me get another. It's like the thing is, is it shares it with your quest. You don't get 63 bounty slots. You get 63 slots, period. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, Bungie, look, dudes, I used to be... A programmer, right? Granted, it was like six years ago, but still, the basics are the way that they are. It's not hard to increase inventory space. All it does is take up RAM on a server. That's all it does. Yeah, but you're you're talking about RAM on a server for every single player, and it's minuscule RAM, dude. It's what? not like heaps and heaps of it. Yeah, you might have to you might have to add a few more terabytes of RAM to all of your server farm. So what? If it makes the players happy, you're increasing your financial gain because they'll play your game more. They'll be more willing to spend money on a game that they enjoy. Guess what? They'll come back and, and participate in playing other things. So many people I'm hearing lately don't even have the latest DLC. So right? don't so even we'll go to do activities. Don't even have the latest DLCs. Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll go to do an activity and somebody's name is blinking. I'm like, you don't have the DLC. He goes, why bother? That kind of stuff is what could be changed. If you if you just made some quality of life changes, Bungie, like damn, it's not hard. Sorry, okay. but the the bounties, if you can if you can do Eververse from space in one spot, you should be able to be able to just look at that same spot, and one tab can be Vanguard, one tab can be Crucible, one can one tab can be Amanda Holiday, one tab can be whatever. Right, you should be able to do that in space too. Not a big deal. Yeah, um, like very similar, like we had in Destiny One, where we had the bounty board. Maybe you had, if you had yes. something like that as a tab, that you could just collect bounties from. But you still, there was still a reason to go to the tower to turn in engrams, to go and buy stuff, to get boons and things like that. So there is still a reason. You know, you don't want to kind of lock the tower out completely. Why not? The, why have a tower? Exactly. <laughs> The only reason we have a tower is to go back there to turn stuff in, right? I mean, it was nostalgic to see the tower back the first time we came in. It's like, oh, we got the tower back, woo! But I hate having to be forced to go to a place to do these things. If I can transmat a sparrow out of my... I should be able to pick up a bounty and turn it in from space. Right? Yeah. I don't care about the tower. I don't care about the tower being there. I don't care about... Any of that stuff. 
If I want to go to the tower, it's because I want to go to the tower to pick up a bounty or whatever. I have no, that option. If the to tower do so. wasn't I don't want there, to have to be forced to go there. If the tower wasn't there, you wouldn't be able to run around in all those little hidey spots trying to find a bow and then run back to another NPC to find a key that he doesn't have a key for to then go off and shoot people to then come back and generate a key. See, Why don't you just the shoot, the, shoot the lock? Shoot the lock and open the cabinet. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but no, activities like that is is fine. Yeah, it forces people to come to the tower. But here's here's another thing. When you load Destiny, instead of loading them in space, load them into the tower. Load them into a tower. Because that's another thing, right? You start off in space. Now I have to go to the tower to get all my daily bounties and this and that and the other, right? So if I have to go to the tower to get my daily bounties, at least for right now anyway, why do we spawn in space when we turn the game on? Why don't they just put us all in the tower and then we go from there? I don't know. I, I don't work at Bungie. I can't answer that. Right. Well, that's another suggestion, Bungie. If there you go. you're not going to fix that about the whole giving us a tab for all the bounties, at least let us spawn in the mm. tower when the game starts. That at least is some time-saving steps right there. Okay. If you're going to increase XP gains from XP... Did I read that already? No, you haven't. But who who is that that says that? Is that... Uh, it looks like Aquatico. Yeah, I think that's why I put it on there because he wasn't named in any of the stuff, but I thought it'd be interesting. And let me increase the size. Yeah, it's Aquatico. Okay. Um, if you're going to increase XP gains from activities, please have the foresight to implement a more anti-AFK measure first. I can foresee playlist activities becoming a nightmare if they become the most efficient source of XP. Overwatch has a system where you have to deal damage within two minutes to prevent being kicked. A system like this would go a long way in preventing AFKers in Destiny. Cosmo replied, yep, always good to consider AFK protection. Thanks. Basically, it's just Cosmo saying, I'll let them know. <laughs> Alex, Cosmo, can you give any update on any new PvP modes other than the same toxic iron banner? Cosmo replies, oh, hold on, I haven't read it yet. How much you want to bet he's going to imply something that says, A, we know about it, or B, we're working on it. Ready? <laughs> Iron Banner is currently planned to continue to be in the special version of Control with the lockdown mechanic. What would you like it to be? Okay, apologies. <laughs> 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 Feedback about season pass has been heard. Ah, that's not Cosmo, though, is it? Damn it. Okay, this is our second stab at the reward structure of the pass, and we're definitely looking to blah. Feedback about season pass has been heard. This is our second stab at the reward structure of the pass, and we are definitely looking to continue to improve it season over season. Feel free to add any suggestions on what things you would like to see as rewards in the past and what you don't want to see. Reddit link. Eververse icon flashing is currently planned to be fixed in the next update. Why do you have to wait till an update? I'm not only getting the Eververse icon flashing, but I keep getting new quests keep flashing up on my screen every couple of seconds. Have you got that on the left of your I do screen? Not. No, but what happened to me is um, I was playing Crucible. I mean, went to Orbit, 
And even though we're already in orbit, it kept flashing on the bottom of my screen, a banner that says going to orbit zero, zero, going to orbit zero, zero, going to orbit zero, zero. Right. Hmm. So, you know, when somebody takes you to orbit and you got that countdown thing. Yeah. It's that, but it just says zero, zero every couple of seconds. <laughs> yeah. So that happened to me. Okay. Um, DMG. Next twab will be one nine twenty twenty. As the cross. Is there a twab today? Apparently, he's a little dry on content. Yeah. Sold cold? S-O-U-L-D code. It's one word. However you pronounce your name, you need to put like one of those things like a dictionary has right underneath your name so people know how to say it. Just saying. Solid code? No, it's not solid code. It's like soul. S-O-U-L. Sold code? Sold code? Sold decode? I don't know. All dungeons should drop pinnacle rewards. Yes. Agreed. I think Shattered and Heroic Dungeons should drop pinnacles too. Agreed. Edit. Thanks. This turned out to be a decent conversation. I didn't see you coming. DMG replies, seeing this feedback for both dungeons and other raids. Any other activities you feel need some pinnacle love? How about every freaking activity? Mm. Yeah, but yeah, we just discussed that, didn't we? Five minutes ago. Why must I repeat? All five waves in Altar of Sorrows, but can repeat waves six and seven only for EP. That's a good question. I can't see your name. I'd give you a call out, but I can't see your name. Oh, there it is. Uh, typical engine nerd. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, very good question. This is Damage replying. Very good question. I'll shoot this off to the team and see if it could be a future quality of life change. Can't make a promise as you're juggling a few things in flight, but your feedback will be heard. We'll see. That that does get a bit... You, you feel really tilted, don't you? You get to that last boss wave and you don't kill him and then it's back to... You're like, oh no. But is it, doesn't it have something to do with with the more people that get sacrificed during the wave the less time you have for the boss overall? Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, if, yeah. if you're working on a, with a small team of people... Yeah, what I don't understand is you can get all the way to that last boss with about four or five people. You don't necessarily need the vast amounts. But when you get to that boss and he sends those large ones down to the blights, mm. it's like they take so much killing. I mean, you could be fully specced out to take take them out. Like, you know, you could have the infinite super for the Titan. You can have the infinite super for the Warlock. And you still... Uh, banging your head against a brick wall, taking just one of them down, let alone four of them. And they're all just like on a constant charge. They did, There's no stopping. They don't try and fight you. They're just like, I'm going to run to that blight and that's it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it is, it is definitely something that should be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like, okay, so if, if the whole activity depends on how many creatures have been sacrificed up to the boss phase, right? Yeah. Let's say you had a lot of sacrifices because your team messed up, you didn't have enough or whatever. You'd be in a perpetual cycle of only having like 30 seconds to kill the boss if you didn't start over from the beginning. Yeah, so but there they... are there are ways that you can you can just kill the the, the minor ads, can't you, that are around mm-hmm. the boss that spawn that would then negate some of those sacrifices. But yeah. you need a couple of good players that are keeping their eye on those little ads and not just the big ones. Right, yeah. Um, that's what I do whenever I whenever I go into that activity and mm-hmm. I'm not on like a, a hunter or whatever, I would be on my warlock and I do the 
the infinite void super middle tree. Yeah. And I just, you know, void pop all the smaller ads to keep that timer going. But, you know, that's me. Um, feedback that schematic requirements for weekly weapon frames should be removed and that refurbished black armory weapons should be more accessible and has been forwarded to the team. Reddit. I don't know what they're talking about, but that sounds good to me. I'm, you, I'm you know when you when you're playing the black armory and you have to go and do the kills before you can yeah then go and do the black armory sure yeah. i think they're just asking for that bit to be removed you just pick up the bounty you go play the black armory and you get the weapon from that the same way that you do with the sundial you just pick up the bounty or you you pick at the end kind of thing mm-hmm yeah, I mean that that would be great. Yeah, you could just get the weapon from Ada One because she's got the frame now. Well, no, you need the forge, right? So, if they're going to change anything, yeah, but that's I what would... they're saying. Just you know, where you have to go away and you have to get like thirty kills with a pulse rifle Remove to the kills and just pick up the thing. Yeah, the just forge. Yeah, and complete. I like a that. Yeah. Yes, that would be so much better, uh, especially since I'm trying to farm that auto rifle. Okay. <laughs> I have I had a really good PVE and a PVP role, and then I think it was Astacross showed me the value of uh oh crime the shield disorient I think on it yeah yeah so now I'm trying to grind one for a good role with shield disorient on it uh so yeah anyway uh feedback comment about torch hammer one hit killing players and gamut can be found here. So is this the throwing hammer on the Titan? I'm guessing so. And I don't, I don't, I'm going to have to read that. Hold on. Let me check this link. <laughs> because if, if it's what I thought it was, right. If they, if they throw it a couple times and pick it back up, it then can one shot people. Right. That's what yes. we talked about whenever they were making these changes. So I don't. Yeah. Or if they've uh... killed a couple of enemies and then they jump through the portal. They've got the stack of roaring flame that they could exactly just, just one shot all the freaking enemy team. I, I don't understand what the, the problem is with that because you've got to get pretty close to the guardians anyway. And yeah. if they had a sleeper or a crooked fang or the truth, they could just shoot you from across the map anyway. <laughs> you know, they're giving you a bit of an advantage. They've got to get close to you with that hammer anyway. Oh, okay. No, okay. Here we go. So, okay. I don't, it's not what we thought. Okay. Like in example two right here, numerous torch hammer shots were present on the ground and detonated at a single time, which led to your demise. So I don't know what they're talking about now. How can the little hammer have multiple things on the ground to detonate at the same time? Okay. Don't anyway. Know. Moving uh, on. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I was trying to see the Reddit link to try to understand no. what they're talking about, but it doesn't seem to be working. Uh, on the sleeper and the truth and gambit, sleeper was an interesting subject as it could be powerful invading tool, uh, counter invading and boss DPS at the same time. It was an all-in-one utility where the truth currently keeps focus on two invasions, both being invaded and killing invaders. Wait, no, being invaded and invading. <laughs> yeah. Uh, quick play playlist was created to especially host CBMM with the launch of Shadowkeep. CBMM quick play was created to specifically host CB. What's CBMM? Um, control. 
Oh, control. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, something based matchmaking. Uh, uh, this is a good game to play. Because um, now, because now it's SBMM, which is skill-based matchmaking. So what the hell? What the hell did the C used to be? Um, what was it before it was skill-based? Connection. Connection-based matchmaking. Yes, Boom. we did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right, did. I did. Yeah. Okay. Quick play playlist was created <laughs> to specifically host. Uh, Connection-based matchmaking with the launch of Shadowkeep and no skill-based matchmaking has been intentionally introduced since. We'll double-check when back from holiday. So, so I guess somebody could have flicked a switch while they were on holiday, but they'll double-check when they get back. <laughs> yeah, right. And and I'm I'm just pointing out that this is what I was talking about when it was Imtashed talking. I think it was Imtashed. I forgot who it was, but one of the YouTubers saying, "Oh, I miss going back and just crushing noobs." <laughs> yeah. I thought that was Cacus, wasn't it? Might have been Cacus. If it was Cacus, my bad Imtashed. Sometimes I like you, sometimes you drive me up the wall. So whatever. Um, next subject on deadlines of the physical pins. I don't care. They're expecting the EDZ obelisk issue to be addressed in January. That's a oh. form flick. Uh <laughs> damn it. All right, fine. On the on the deadlines of the physical pins, for those of you that are actually collecting them why production of pins well, cost me a little nice case and put them up on the wall no production of pins cost of storage lower demand as seal ages not getting too deep into reasoning on this but physical goods come with costs outside of the game this wasn't some arbitrary decision and has been advertised on the bungee rewards page since creation next topic you had to be there moments hey all Pulling the quote from our season in Destiny 2's third year blog post where you had to be there when, quote, originates. Doing this allows us to evolve the world, narratively, but potentially physically as well. It is not possible to keep Destiny frozen in place to allow all activities to live forever, while also changing the world in meaningful ways. The strategy lets our team be agile and innovative. We believe that Destiny will grow even better when the world state can change and that the best Destiny stories are the ones where you had to be there when. I've bolded, I've lost my page, I've bolded a piece to give a bit more spotlight. There are technical and developmental limitations involved when we cannot continue to support an activity with every single release. When I say support, this could be translated as numerous things. Supporting bug fixes, every release of something comes up in a new patch, aka the Telesto is the besto, refreshing rewards to keep activities relevant <laughs> and engaging, or even general install size of Destiny 2 as new things are added season to season. That install size is nutters. I'll admit that. Uh, there was a bit more context from Luke for this. I'm sorry. There was a bit more context from Luke for this in the Director's Cut Part 3 blog post. I alluded to some of this when we were looking back. The game continuing to grow forever isn't something that we can support. Destiny, simulation, fidelity, and architecture fundamentally make it a big game. I've seen a lot of Game X does it, why can't Destiny comments. But the reference games and ours have very different technical profiles. And actually, pausing here for a second, once again, calling out to Dark Annihilator. Dark Annihilator saw me playing uh, Monster Hunter World 
the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And he's saying, is it as good as Destiny? And I said, you can't compare the two, <laughs> you know? They're two completely different games, you know? It's not a first-person shooter. It's it's a go-out-hunt-monsters kind of game. They're two completely different skill sets, two completely different mindsets, two completely different games. You can't compare one to the other. Do I think it's worth getting? This is all redacted. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, As no, I, no talk about any other games redacted. I'm not talking about other games. I'm talking about how th- this this is relevant to this. All right. Yeah, but you're not allowed to plug in the other games. Well, I did, and you I do, didn't, and because you redacted. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, technical limitations aside. We also don't think making a game that grows forever is Destiny's path forward. It's why the second component of Division is a single evolving world. To clarify that a single evolving world doesn't mean there's only one destination on the director. That's not where we're heading. Narratively, this gives the team opportunity to create world-changing experiences. With the transition from Season of the Undying to Season of the Dawn, defending the Undying, sorry, defeating the undying mind not defending stop the vex offensive set the stage for osiris saint 14 we saw some negative feedback when undying mind was defeated as the payoff was delayed to paraphrase a post i read on this subreddit why did i have to be here if i still waited three weeks after (laughs) on the other side we saw a lot of positive feedback around the storyline of osiris and saint 14 in other words Things we can improve on and things we can drive more of. I greatly appreciate all the feedback on this topic. The team has been digesting it as they develop future seasons for year three Reddit post. I didn't say specifically which I should have. There is no intention to force these moments by removing content. We have things to improve on to make some of these moments more impactful wanted to provide the reasoning in case people had missed the previous posts reddit discussions yes we're on to discussions wow now i've talked for a while i do believe it is your turn good friend oh no 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 it's no, discussion it time it's okay. discussion time okay, no I, I, i'll just go back slightly to the post that the long post that you read about the narrative changing and and I think it's good that they're clarifying and they keep re-going over this. I know they keep going over the same stuff, but it, it does sound like they are listening to the feedback. And I get the point of that guy saying, you know, I've waited three weeks for something to happen from killing the undying mind. Why did I have to be here when? But I think at the moment, it's it's a kind of general term of you had to be there when to do those points in like the destiny content like you had to be here at christmas to do the dawning stuff that'll go away probably be reintroduced next year with different stuff yeah but that's like a seasonal event that's not a dlc storyline impacting thing yeah but i think that's the way these things are actually running at the moment they're very similar you you know you had to be around with the undying mind you had to be there to do the vex offensive otherwise now that's kind of the weapons the armor has all kind of just been lost for now anyway and the seasons are moving i think what a lot of people are saying is that they want a lot more progression of 
I think maybe to the point of where it's with Fortnite. I mean, I wasn't playing at the time of with Fortnite, but I was aware that there was this kind of black hole that everybody was waiting and there was a countdown and then suddenly this thing happened in the game. And I think Bungie and Destiny need to get to that point where you've got people on the edge of their seats waiting for this something to happen. Like Luke Smith said, he wants to get to the point where you see Ada One's ship fly into the tower and then you all run down to the the point where she comes in, you all crowd round her, she tells you a story, blah, 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 and then it moves on. But you had to be at a tower at that specific time and location or within like that hour that that happened. And yeah, I think, like MMORPGs, like like Guild Wars and whatnot like that. You go to yeah. the tower to see the creature that's visiting the tower at a certain time of day. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, and I think that's that's where they're kind of evolving to, but they've got to, they've still got to kind of get there. So it's it's interesting that they're going to keep bringing this back up and readdressing it. See, I'm, I mean, you want to talk about continuing storylines and you had to be there when... What the hell is the deal with Aldrin, man? Come on. He needs to We've, be... Th- yeah. They need to hurry up and make him the new freaking Hunter Vanguard. Yeah, but you've got to wait for that, haven't you? You've got or, to at least, or at least do his storyline, right? Obviously, he's not going to just be the Hunter Vanguard with yeah, but what he did. They've got stuff that's planned out. We are. You can see that it's slowly shifting from like Vex into like this now time loop with Osiris, which it's tied in really nicely with the Vex and Osiris bringing back Saint 14. Now, I don't know, but it looks like that could then tie into the trials of Osiris crucible mode, which they've been kind of promising would return. So, but it, I don't know whether it feels right or the right time to bring it back next season. It could be, I mean, I was checking on my, my, app the other day it's like 68 days left of this season so that's a good still amount of time to kind of develop what they have been through what they've learned in crucible labs to maybe bring it back and again it who's to say that they don't bring trials of osiris back and then they still spend time refining it over and over again just so that it's back and people are enjoying it but trials of saint 14 i mean I mean, let's just think about Saint Fourteen as a person, right? Saint Fourteen—he's all about getting in there, getting dirty, and and getting it done, right? So, like, I would say, you know, just have it a three v three, like it used to be, elimination style, mm-hmm. but no heavy spawns on the map, ever. Well, that's something that they've probably looked into with the elimination game modes that they've been working on with Crucible Labs and having people play and get feedback from. But yeah. the the narrative of the storyline is kind of, it looks like, you know, if you're bringing Osiris back into the picture now and you've, and the Vex brought him back into the picture, it looks like it could be, you know, going in that way of a crucible kind of season next season. Not to say that we won't get anything PVE. We probably still will get something PVE, something Vex offensive, something Sundial related, something that you know that's going to be six player activity or even maybe a three player activity something that's going to get people playing in pve but maybe the main focus will go to pvp and bring in back trials and you you want to you want to you want to have a good trials match dude that that'd be my thing right there no heavy ever spawns ever right but you also have weekly things like this week you can use your your primaries and your secondaries. Great, cool, whatever. Next week, 
only primaries. Next week, only shotguns. Next week, only fuse Just something. Because, I mean, when you really restrict people down like that to a 3v3 elimination style and you have to use a specific weapon set, that really is like a who's the best of the best kind yeah. of thing, in my opinion. Right? Good work. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, you, you're real good with a shotgun, but how are you with a scout rifle? Oh, you're bad, dude. What? So the guy that got flawless last week might not get a flawless this week. Yeah. Right? And it, so. it might be interesting if they if they did do a, a, a season of PvP and Trials did come back, what would it be like if Trials only came back for one season? Like it was Ooh. a seasonal piece of content. I think that would keep people interested that it came I back mean, for one season. No. 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 And then it, it goes away for a season and then comes back, you know, another season. Might be interesting to do it like that. Maybe not. Interesting, yeah. But like I said, I I do not think that will go over well. I see what you're saying. I just as, I as part I of the ongoing storytelling of the narrative, maybe it makes sense to bring it back only for a short period of time for three months, and then it disappears because of the storyline disappears at that point. Maybe that will keep people interested in the game. I think that's I mean, what they wanted, I wasn't hope. it? They wanted people to be interested in playing the PvP, the, the pinnacle part of it, which was trials at the time. Yeah, but then you got people like like Jeb, right? That are they just they just do PvP. Right? So if you give them their their PvP that they've been waiting for for only one season, uh, I don't know, man. I don't I don't think that's gonna go over well at all. I, I get what you're saying. The premise behind it is good. But in practice, I think they'll be opening up a real bad can of worms. <laughs> Maybe. So the discussion points I've put on here that I wasn't aware of to start off with, and mm. because it was kind of Christmas and... Uh, yep, yep, that's right. I did hit my mic again. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> because it was Christmas and I hadn't been able to play as much as I'd like and with the dawning and everything else going on, I did jump on, I did my own banner, and I managed to complete the quest on one character. And it wasn't until I was talking to Blue Screen, and I ha I'd seen kind of a little bit of chatter, but I haven't actually kind of delved into it on Reddit or looked at any YouTube videos. But I was unaware of the fact that if you hadn't finished the quest, it wouldn't allow you to turn the tokens that you'd earned. That is correct. We we have a podcast. We We said this on the podcast. I, we 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 said this. We discussed this. Yes. When, if you don't when did we discuss quest, this? Uh, when remember. we were talking about Iron Banner the week before it came out, if you don't complete the the quest, you can't turn in the tokens. But that that's not how it was previously. Previously, it was. That's if, not how it was previously. You're right. Previously, it was if you didn't complete the quest, you could turn in the tokens and only get weapons to drop, which is what I thought was a really good idea because a lot of people were using. The fact is they've completed it on one character and then they just got tokens after tokens after tokens and then just didn't click that button to complete the quest step mm -hmm. to then get the, the armor to drop. You could just perpetually get weapons over and over and over again, which gave you a chance at getting a really good role in the Swarm of the Raven, which was the grenade launcher, which is what everybody wants with the spike grenades on. Now, mm -hmm. this time... They're kind of locking you. It's it's like Bungie get to that point where, they, well, they, they're enjoying doing something. Let's restrict them. It's like, why? Why, why are you restricting? Anytime we have fun or anytime we do something we enjoy, they take it away. 
it, it's uh, I mean, I apologize for anybody that's new, but there was a point in Destiny where we had faction rallies. And in these faction rallies, you had to go off and do these certain objectives to earn tokens over and, and, over and over and over and over again for your faction. And you, cho you chose a faction and you earned these tokens. And a lot of people were going into Lost Sectors, shooting some boxes, jumping out of Lost Sectors, going back in, shooting boxes. And you were getting masses and masses of tokens. And you could turn them in for weapons and armor. And it was boring. But there were there were so many guides on it there were so many people doing it the next time the faction rallies came around bungie restricted it so that you could only jump in there within like it was diminishing returns or something like that or they changed the mechanics of how you actually did it. you had to kill the boss at the end or something and it was it was like why people were pl i know it wasn't the way you designed people to actually do what you wanted them to do but more and more people were playing the game to then get more tokens, to then get more chances at getting the rolls of the weapons and the armor they wanted. And it seems like look, somebody at Bungie went, well, we don't want them to grind out for these tokens and then just turn in their tokens over and over again to get the best rolls of the weapons because they might just leave Iron Banner. Oh, no, no, no. We'll restrict them completely. And then once they've completed that quest, then they're opening the loophole to eight items rather than the three items that they you know restricted to that that was the the good thing about it is that you were restricted to a heavier primary or um energy yeah but and then the, and then there was the whole um after after they took that away from us uh we had to go into a lost sector and you just had to kill the boss and open the the chest but the problem was if you did it more than twice in what was it like a 10 minute period you would not get any tokens out of the chest yeah so yeah, for the yeah. faction rally thing yeah yeah but so i like i just make I something that's already boring even worse by taking away at least the efficient way we have of doing it you know but i, I don't get this, this restriction on the iron banner it's meant to be a game mode that's enjoyable that I think it's like in pre previous Iron Banners, like people an have complained. Kind of thing. You know, like like an artist is their picture is supposed to be viewed in in X number way or whatever. No, it actually means this if you look at it from this angle or what I don't know, right? Some artistic thing. And programmers hmm. can get uppity about that too. Like, no, it's supposed to work like this, right? And if you find a way around it, it's like an insult to them or something like that. That's what I've seen in my life experiences. Right. So yeah. that's the only kind of excuse I could give for why they're they're heavily not redacting, but restricting us from doing the things the way that we found that they didn't intend for. It was like, no, it's not supposed to be done like this. It's supposed to be done like this. Like like the nine year old who's who's changing the rules of Monopoly as it's going or whatever. No, it's supposed to be played like this, mom. These are my rules, mm. mom. <laughs> you know, and. <laughs> No, but that's that's what it sounds like, doesn't it? It, re it really sounds childish of, well, they were doing it like this and we don't want them to do it like this. We want them to make sure that they do all of this before they can have their toys. It's like, right. No. We still had to do work. It's not like we were just like hacking coins into our inventory. We had to go out there. We had to shoot the boxes. We had to waste the time to do it. We had to go out there. We had to kill the bosses and open the chest. We had to waste the time to do it. We're going out there and we're doing things to get the coins. It's not like we're just hacking them into our inventory. So no. why you got to be jerks about it? 
And it's, it's the same same with the tokens to get the rolls on the weapons. Now, we know from playing the game the amount of times that we t- we play the game that, and we spoke about it earlier in the podcast with the the amount of chances that you've got on getting that higher stat gear are very low compared to getting a higher stat gear. And then once you've got that higher stat gear, you need to get the right burn you need to get the right stats in the right columns for what you want yeah hey guess what you've got a you've got a warlock that has a piece of pinnacle armor for mobility congratulations (laughs) it's like what (laughs) but i'm a warlock why do i have mobility because can that's why and i i know people were frustrated with the last part of the step with the getting the the 10 rocket uh Rocket launcher kills. That that was yeah. That the was game just shut down. Everybody watched heavy until it popped up, and mm-hmm. then it was a war over heavy. Yeah, I had to finish that. I had I had an hour left to play. I put on a Wardcliffe coil. I put on a shotgun and uh, a bubble titan. Guys. I I had to get it done. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I needed to get done. I wanted I wanted to complete the quest on at least one character this time round. Right. So yeah, I completed that quest, and because I knew I wanted to go to the tower, and, and I wanted to test with completing it without completing it, I was like, you know, this isn't this isn't right, kind of thing. But yeah, uh, it's it's childish. The way you're right, it is 100% childish, and they should just, you know, I I understand that you want us to do X, right? I get that, but what if yeah. we don't enjoy X, and we're doing X just because you told us that we have to do it to get Y weapon. I'm doing it, but I'm doing it in the way that I find most efficient so that I don't have to come back and do this repeatedly because I don't enjoy hmm. doing it. You know, and you're making this game that I play for fun, not fun. And why don't I get an Iron Banner award after winning a match? Why am I getting blue items? Why, uh, why is it not a guaranteed thing that everybody in the team gets something from Iron Banner if you win? More emphasis on the winning would then get people to More want to actually play the, the objectives. Yeah, <laughs> maybe at the moment, people are going in there and just doing the, the objectives for their quest, like the like you were saying, the grenade or, or the rocket launchers. And that's it. They're, they're camping the heavy. They're not playing the spawn points. They're not playing the game mode. This is what I don't understand. That the, the quests take you out of actually playing Iron Banner Ooh. as Iron hold on, Banner. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What if, what if, all right, check it out. What if, let's say, you kill two people with a rocket launcher in a game. You lose. You get two kills towards your progression. You mm-hmm. win. You get four kills towards your progression. Or three. Maybe it doesn't have to be necessarily. No, Double. no, no. I think the step should be you play matches. You capture points and you kill people. And you could start off with capture 10 points, capture 20 points. But you do have points. to kill people. Like they, you yes. have to kill them with a rocket launcher. <laughs> but why make it specific to something that, one, somebody doesn't normally use all the time, mm-hmm. and two, it, it then doesn't allow you to play Iron Banner as Iron Banner? If well, I want to that, play Iron that, Banner, I want to have my best loadout. I want to have the guns I am comfortable using and the ones I think that I can do well with. I don't want to have to go, oh, I've got to take a scout rifle for a short range map. I've got 
I'm a shotgun. I want to take a sidearm. I, why am I, you know, using rocket launchers when everybody's camping heavy? It doesn't make sense of restricting that, you know, the, this pinnacle reward gameplay down to well, you've got to follow this. Devil's advocate for a second. The reason they do that is to get people out of their comfort zone, right? Hey, this guy only ever uses a hand cannon and a rock and, and a shotgun, right? Well, now we're going to show them that scout rifles can be good too, or a pulse rifle or a fusion rifle. You know, it's it's to get people to try different weapons. No, they don't. But you do that on a normal crucible quest step. You do that that you, somebody can either go into mayhem, they can go into rumble, they can go into elimination solo. That every other game mode, not a problem. You know, where just the, not an iron banner. I am yeah. I am Banner is meant to be. It's meant to be this pinnacle thing that you're meant to play the objective and try and win. It's not meant to be. Let's just go in there and complete a quest step so that we can get the rewards to then hopefully just throw our tokens at a vendor to see if we can get a good roll. Let's see if we can win the match to see if I can get a good rolled <laughs> weapon or armor piece. No, you just you just gave me a visual of somebody physically throwing their tokens. That's solid. Be like, give me a weapon. Just pulling it out of their pockets and slinging it at yeah. his face. This isn't right. Give me another one. <laughs> yeah. That's what you do, isn't it? Nobody plays the objectives to win anymore because you yeah. don't get anything. You don't get a guaranteed something for win. It would change the game completely if you got a guaranteed weapon or armor piece from Iron Banner for a win. Definitely. Definitely. You hey, know, if they want to if they want to keep blues? those quest steps, make the quest steps multi. You know, either use a pulse rifle or a shotgun or a sniper and a hand cannon kind of thing, like they've done for other quest steps. You know, rocket launcher, grenade launcher, or just fill in the blank, as respawn would say. Yeah. Just don't don't you know really restrict it down and really affect the players that want to just play the game and enjoy the game and give us stuff for winning god's sake what's the point of getting two blues yeah if you win you should not get a blue if you're playing and your light is above 600 or 900 or 750 whatever the hell you should not get a blue right once your light level reaches a certain point you should not get blues (laughs) and i know they did that for the whites and the greens and i get that but you know what? Why, why are we still getting blues, right? We get a lot of legendaries that are completely, you know, useless. So why not just give us useless legendaries instead of useless blues? At least I'll get shards from a legendary. Yeah. What does a blue give you? Some glimmer? And I'm, I'm not saying give me a god roll each time. I'm saying just give me a chance at something from my own banner. Something. Armor, weapon, you know. Yeah. Just something that's a legendary or an exotic. <laughs> yeah right uh but yeah it, legendary level or higher that's it i'm playing a pinnacle activity where light level matters against other guardians that most likely are higher light than me i should get something to reflect my uh my progress or my 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 blood sweat and in some cases yes tears <laughs> Talking of stupid bungee, this EDZ obelisk. Oh my god, the <laughs> amount of times that I hung around that thing. Ah, uh, oh, I was 
I I was on I was on Reddit, I was on forums, I was on um just anything that would give me some kind of help or hint to see if I could activate that damn thing. Cause although yes, last week I said I spent forty five minutes in a nightfall and I managed to actually click the button and get to it and I picked up one of the bounties so that I could link it to the tower. I completely forgot the fact of I had to turn in all my fractaline to then level it up to level 11. So (laughs) I then spent the whole of, I must have been Thursday, trying to get the damn thing to work. So I did all my bounties on the EDZ. I was running backwards and forwards to the damn thing. And it was just... I got to the point where I just kept zoning into the same thing. And any time that I saw the same name person, I was like, nope, zone back in, zone back in. I just kept zoning back in over the top of it. And I got, there was a, there was a really good point. I got to it. I, I clicked the button and started leveling it up. And then all of a sudden it stopped. And I was like, where's the leveling up button gone? I Uh-oh. can select frames i can select those other thingies at the bottom with the mods next to them so it broke in a new way what it broke <laughs> what it what it sounds like is i was reading uh, one post on a um website that basically said you have to be in a zone where everybody else has has activated the obelisk for you to actually activate the obelisk other than kind of messing about with dates and times which is quite what? hard on an xbox to do so you can do it on pc with changing your date and your time and then zoning in and being the only person there to activate it but if you're on console and you're zoning in on top of other people it looks like everybody in that instance has to have activated that obelisk at some point for you to gain access to that obelisk at some point or you're you're there by yourself so yeah somebody else must have zoned into it that hadn't activated it and knocked my my thing off i then spent another 10 minutes rezoning into it to actually get back to it to then finally level it up and and i bought all the stuff and i was like that's it thank god it's it's now linked i don't have to do anything else to it but the, the frustration of something like this and i know they're on holiday and i know that it's you can't really complain but I'm gonna because the amount of time that I, I needed, know you can't, but I'm gonna. <laughs> I, the, the time that I needed to get on there because I, I I wanted to get a specific weapon frame from it, and I had to get to it to upgrade it. I had to get to it to start off with to link it. Right. And it it was just so frustrating, and I totally feel for anybody else that's in that situation. It's just I I had limited, really limited amount of time that I could play over the this holiday. So the time that I was, I was trying to do bounties and just kind of stick on the EDZ so that I could then keep going back to it. But I was I was banging my head against a brick wall most of the time. It's just it yeah. just all I was doing is 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 if it wasn't active when I would go in, I literally went to the next zone over, not 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 across the planet, just literally the next zone, and rode my sparrow back, and it was fine. Yeah, no, it wasn't working for me. And I know for a lot of people, it hasn't been working for either. Wow. But you'd think that something like this that is integral to the part of the story. They'd be fixing quickly. They'd be kind of, yeah, it'd be something that would be fixed quickly. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they leave a hot patch. Put your teams yeah. on top of this, man. What are you doing? I know you got other things to work on, but this is this is literally game breaking. You mm. break a you 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 disable a weapon that's game breaking, but you won't fix an obelisk that's game breaking. Get out of here, man. Yeah, no, sometimes the the decisions and the mind boggles, and they say that it, the fix is coming in January. But that that again is. If if there is a fix coming, do they know it's actually going to fix it? You know, or is it we're just saying that there's a fix coming in January, and January at the moment is still quite a long month. We still got thirty, you know, twenty nine, twenty eight days, whatever. 31. Yeah, oh, left, left. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's a bit like in the month. There's, like, no. there's still twenty plus days. There's at least three, four weeks left of January. Oh yeah. And you know, I know that it'll be fixed. It'll be fixed when the next season starts. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fixed <laughs> before February, so yeah. that you've got a whole month to kind of do it before the new season starts. But yeah, Goodness. Uh, it's a thing, man. I mean, like you're saying, they just the, the decisions they're making are pretty poor decisions, and I think whomever's in charge. I should probably know this considering how we have a podcast and we say these dudes names all the time, but whomever's in charge of making these final decisions needs to be. It's, Deej. it's always Deej. It's always Deej. Yeah. Yes. Deej, you need to be addressed, homie. All right. And by addressed, I mean, somebody needs to slap. The... <clears throat> somebody needs to physically correct you in your decision-making skills. Okay. I know you can't, but yeah, just, as as gamers, uh, as players of your game, it is truly frustrating. And I know I I can go off and do other things in the game, but that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to By get the obelisk up and running. The game is supposed to be fun. Mm. And when we come across these things, your game is not fun. You want people to play. You want people to keep coming back. You want people to spread the word. You want people to do all these things to make you money. Ultimately, that's what this is about. It's about people liking your game so you can have money. Well, dude, help us out here. When you see a problem, take away from the rest of your team. Say, hey, Bob, Joe, Billy, Jane, and Susan, you need to fix this now, right? Make a team to address the issue and get it done. I mean. Come on, dude. If it's broken, you know that's not how it's supposed to be. Put a team on it. That way the game can go back to being fun. Because it's a game. We can't play Destiny because it's fun. Or because we're masochists. Or both. Whatever. Right? To each their own. So let us do this in a way that we enjoy it. And stop restricting us when we find something cool that's in the game. You know? Hey, I'm, I'm still a little sore about it. But when you had the hunters with the one-two punch and the freaking liar's handshake, why'd you disable it? More importantly, why'd you give it to the freaking Titans and make it a hundred times more powerful? What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> just... And then why'd you take it from them while we're on the subject, right? Why'd you take it from the Titans once you gave it to them? It's whatever. I'm I'm I am what I am. I am become complaint. <laughs> I think I think yeah, the, the, this end of the show is turning into our, our rants. <laughs> <laughs> but they do need to be addressed. These these things need to be said. People out there feel this way. Bungie mm. needs to hear it. I mean, they're too busy 
I mean, I wonder if they put as much effort into fixing the game as they do into reading blogs and 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 Reddit's and 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 tweets. I know that- I wonder how much better I know the there's game only be. so much that the, the community managers can do. They can go through and listen. They can get feedback on all these different things. But uh, it's the the speed at what how these things are actually tackled, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it'll be fixed eventually. It's like what? Why? Why eventually? Do it now. Put a team on it. Put a person on it. So the last thing that I thought we could have a little chat about is the season rewards. There was a post on Reddit by Curious. I think it's Curious. Um, things that shouldn't be in the season pass. 1400 Glimmer. Something we get from literally everything else we do in the game. Why is this a level up reward? <laughs> right. 25 shards. Good amount of shards. But this is one. <laughs> this is... One of the easiest currencies to obtain. Legendary engrams. Hold on. on. No, let me stop you there. As someone that until we had that farm to get legendary shard really easily, I was one of the people suffering from legendary shard deficiency. So back then, I would have enjoyed 25 shards. Now, maybe not so much because I have 2,000 shards. New players, I can understand that maybe that this helps them you know getting glimmer and getting shards but legendary engrams this that's, is that's funny unless some... it, unless that legendary ingram is a re-roll of your scout or your or not your scout your your sniper or your rocket launcher that shouldn't be there no. just... i mean the guy what? says we literally get dozens of these throughout regular gameplay why yeah. would a level up give you one of these two not even a prime, which again is also useless most of the time, right? Just a regular legendary engram. It's like they ran out of ideas and they just put like, you know, they're like they, they have an RNG, right? They have random number generating function, and hmm. it says here's all the things you can choose from. You have 100 boxes for for people that bought it, and I don't know how many boxes for people that didn't buy it, right? I'm going to I'm going to flip the switch and it's going to RNG through each one of these things and fill in the box with whatever it gets. It's it's like a bad version of deal or no deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is. Oh, we'll have box. You know, one, in every ten, game in, in every game outside of Destiny, when you level up, you're leveling up to something that is better than what you yeah. left. Right? In every single game. Destiny, are you hearing me? In every single other game. Yeah, but they've already they've up. already said other games cannot be, you know, compared to ours. Ours is different. Oh yeah? Oh, okay. What about Guild Wars? Since you're trying That's to different. be an MMORPG. It's different. It's different. Okay. What about COD? That's since different. you're trying to be a first no, person shooter. Yeah. Guess what? In both of it's those games, different. every time you level up, you get something better, not worse. Raid banners. Look, we already get glimmer for sh- and shards for the pass. If we wanted raid banners, we'd buy these ourselves. This isn't with even something sh- that is an RNG drops. <laughs> with the glimmer and the shards yeah. that we already don't want. Oh goodness! But I can. What we you know we can all kind of agree on. What we could all use more of is ascendant shards because they're yep. way too rare, especially for PvP players, which we pointed out several mm-hmm. weeks back. 
design now forces us to run 980 um, ordeals, which is more of the same old strikes. Enhancement prisons, same as above. Bright dust, basically enough said. Cosmetics, last seasons we got ships. This season we get a ghost shell. That's all right. I, I like the ghost shell. I'm, I'm working towards. Too much for us. Too much to ask for a ship, sparrow, and shell all in the same pass? Question mark. Hold on. Preferably exotic, but if you give us a legendary, make sure it's 160. I swear to God. <laughs> what, sparrow? Dude, yeah. yes. Right? Because, like, how long did I grind for the damn sparrow on the Dreaming City, and when I finally got it, it dropped at 150. I'm like, why? Just keep re- <laughs> re-pulling it out of your collections. Sometimes yeah, I it know, will drop at 160. But still, it shouldn't have dropped at 150. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. It, why 150? And it doesn't give you kind of any other bonuses over a 160. It doesn't kind of... It's not, like a Mario Kart version of, like, you've got a slower Sparrow, but you've got a faster boost, or you corner better. No, you're just a slower Sparrow at 150. It's like... <laughs> That's it. That yeah. is it. Oh. there's no getting around it you're just a worse sparrow right oh but mine can no it can't but what about no but mm. maybe it can no whatever you're gonna say no so they also say more eververse engrams which is what we used to get before we had this new stuff uh, along with the current season only having old stuff and excessive amounts of repeat items no reason not to give more of these at- to actually get things that we don't have. I I, I mean, I agree. It, it's nice to kind of... I'm slowly getting some of the odd little bits that I missed out on playing from, you know, year dot of Destiny 2. Um, so it's nice to suddenly go, oh, that, that's new in my collection, or it, it pops up and says that. So it's nice to see that they are slowly adding stuff into the Eververse loot pool on those engrams. And by and- the time we get to season say 12, 13, 14, and we'll be earning the stuff that we missed out on season seven, eight, nine. And I'll no, be going, no, oh, no, I really wanted that there and then. You can make that even better though, because you're on the right track. But let me say this, okay? What if there was complete repeat protection, right? Every time you got in the season pass, right? Say you got a sparrow, not necessarily a new one, doesn't have to be a new one, but you would get a sparrow or a ship or a ghost shell, but it is guaranteed to be one that you don't have yet from any season. Hmm. Yeah, but I think that's what they're doing, but they're only doing it up to a certain period of time. And then they're they're moving on. Right now, any season. No, no, because then you could just farm those kind of things. I understand where they're going. You can't farm if if it's in your rewards, man. You can if you, if you've bought a lot of the stuff like now I'm getting I, there was only one or two things that I was missing from this kind of loot pool that they've allotted to these engrams. So now I've got those items because they came up first. I'm now just getting repeats of other stuff that I'd already had. So although, yeah, it's nice. To, oh, yeah, I deleted that a long time ago. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll keep that one. But um, I, I can understand where they're, they're doing a cutoff. So like I said, you're in season 13, 14, 15, further down the line you'll be getting stuff that you missed out on season seven eight and nine kind of thing so that's that's nice but it's it's a slow progression of getting to that point i mean another thing that they could add also assuming the game's still going to be around 
for that long, <laughs> assuming we're not going to have either Destiny 3 or Destiny is going to fail as a franchise because their devs can't fix problems as they arise. They can, but they're on holiday. Give them the benefit of the doubt this week. Only last. this time do they get that benefit of a doubt. All the other times that this happened throughout I'm, the course I'm, of the year, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. You know, I don't want people to work over Christmas. I'm, I'm not like a Scrooge. I just wanted them to know how much it affected me and my gameplay. I mean, you sound pretty British to be Scrooge. <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> We're going Charles have, Dickens on this. Can I have some more? He's going to have some more. Please, sir, may I have some more? Anything. <laughs> anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any, literally anything. May I get the obelisk on the EDZ to work? That's a good point though. The fractaline. Yeah, if we're gonna need fractaline, they should have given us fractaline instead of like, you know, uh shards or or glimmer, right? Yeah, I mean fractaline. that could have been something there was a lot more on the pass for because last mm -hmm. last season we got all those stupid fix things that nobody used. I mean, I've still got some on the past that I never collected, some in my postmaster that I've never used. It's just yeah, like... Yeah, but people complained about getting those because we didn't need them, right? So Bungie took it out this season. But the problem is we actually need them this season because Fractaline is hard to come by. And people are using the Fractaline to level up obelisks, to get farm engrams, weapons. Yeah. to farm weapons, because these obelisks are actually pretty good. <laughs> you know, the weapons that you can get from them are good. You know, there are some really good god rolls out there. And it's just, if you don't want to play the Sundial over and over again, it's another good way of actually buying those frames to then go off and play the game how you want to play the game. It is good. And, and you know, speaking of speaking of weapons, my son brought me into a, a, a four-man rumble private mm -hmm. match the other day. And I was using the auto rifle you get from the obelisk. And the role I had was subsistence and vorpal weapon, which does more damage to people when they're in supers and whatnot, right? Yeah. And I just put an extended magazine on that, and I joined the match. And I was already at a deficit because I'd been playing for a while. And I came back and won. And this one dude was just losing his mind. What the hell auto rifle is that? Why is it so good? It's like, dude, you see what I kill you with. Why do you keep asking me what auto <laughs> rifle it is, man? Look it up, dude. And it is, it's incredibly good, especially when they're in their super. Earlier today, just before I got on the podcast, I played a game with my son, and a dude popped his his Vorpal Blade, not Vorpal Blades, his... Uh... Spectral. Thank you. Yes. Um, and he was running at me, and I killed him before he could get to me with this gun because it does more damage to people in their supers. And it's like a significant amount to me. I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I do know since I've been using this auto rifle... I haven't been killed by a roaming super, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it, it's effective, man. And these, like you said, these weapons are very good. And I'm a big fan of these weapons and I want to farm more of them. Gimme, gimme, gimme all the fractaline you can. Yeah. I mean, something. going back to the, the things that should be in the season pass, it, it should just, anything that is really hard to come by that, you know, you, we've worked to get. And I think, it should some of the things apart from the Eververse engrams past 100 you should be getting like the golf balls the ascendant shards the enhancement prisms the enhancement cores like maybe every 10 you know maybe 110 you get some um, enhancement You're being prisms. generous i would say every uh, level that you get above well maybe but i'm i'm you know i'm i'm just saying 
just for argument's sake, you know, every five or ten levels, you get like ascendant shards and ascendant. It would give people uh, more of a reason to push past the hundred and really push into leveling up past ten levels. You know, because there's mm-hmm. that there's the triumph, isn't there? That that again, I I had a look on the triumph page. It's also tied to these fractaline things that you can get to level up mean? the obelisks you well, have so many or something no on your on your you get some for leveling up your season pass and oh, you, I also, see what you, mean. you also okay. get some for leveling up your artifact so you get some at certain points of leveling up your artifact but to level up your artifact to level 20 i think you get major fractaline drop so it's like you've got to push yourself to get to 20 levels on that artifact to get some fractaline to drop you might not necessarily need it at that point later on down in the season or you you may do (laughs) i'm very deficient but you you see what i mean it's just there's triumphs and there's other things that are tied to it but then once on the season pass you get to 100 it's like nope that's it you've run out of things oh we'll give you some eververse things every three five whatever's there's, you know, at that point, you've got people that want to play the game or want to push and, you know, get into that end game part of building their characters and leveling up their weapons and masterworking everything. And I think if there was more things like that, especially now that they're changing the armor every season, so you have to have, you know, you have to have a different set of armor to do the raid. You have to have a different set every season. You have to have a different set for whatever you know because it all changes because the mods that you can slot in will only work in certain places like the dreaming city armor will work for the raid but you can't use those armor mods anywhere else um you've got the callus armor set for the leviathan that you can put the callus mods in and but you've got to collect all these different sets and i'm not going to go into it but i'm just going to remind you bungie more vault space, please. You keep giving us these new sets every month yeah, or every three sense. months. I cannot I, survive. I just do not go very I far. cannot survive, especially when I'm trying to like save weapons that I really like and rolls on. You know, you, I've got two or three rolls on different weapons that I like. I've got, I'm not going into it. I'm not going into it. Shh. <sighs> yeah. Or, or even you know those hey you know here's here's mm. 25 shards or oh, what about an extra vault slot <gasps> don't you go there don't you go there let's move on to tips tricks guides and builds <laughs> don't you get my hopes up damn it <laughs> people don't want to hear oh. so there's quite a few build or there's quite a few guides this week we start off with Jarv has 100% Reckoning loot and how to get a guaranteed weapon drop. Now, this is a, a trick that's kind of been going around for a while. Because they change Reckoning and how you can get certain, how you can get the weapons from doing Tier 2 and Tier 3. Right. And they put a bad luck protection on getting the weapons. So you could play like a Tier 3 and not get a weapon to drop. And this involves like doing that completing it killing the boss not getting a weapon to drop so you get a bad luck protection you can then jump into a tier two and jarf shows you in the video how to do that because there's a certain way to keep your bad luck protection and then 
get a guaranteed weapon to drop in the tier two, which is a lot easier than the tier three. But also with that, you've got more of a chance. There's a smaller loophole in the tier two. You can get like, yeah, I'm, I'm not 100% sure. I, I, I got one I, I'm, I'm at, I start playing. <laughs> no, I'm out of the loop for what they what it is it each week. I believe it, maybe this week at the moment, we're in hand cannon, pulse rifle, submachine gun. And then the week that it's the two nights that you jump down into the, the kind of pit, it's the shotgun, the sidearm, and the sniper, maybe? Something like that. But then when you do a tier three, it opens it up with, there's the grenade launcher and the sword that you can also get in alternate weeks. So it kind of, on the tier two, the loot pool is smaller, but you can get more of a chance of getting some weapons. Whereas if you're doing it tier three over and over again, I'm not saying you can't do tier three over and over again, because you might want to get those specific weapons. There's but Jav... Better ways to yeah. spend your time. Yeah, Jav has a video on how to basically do that, especially if you're new to Destiny and you've come in at Christmas and you're a new light player. This is something that's kind of been refined over the last couple of seasons. Also saying that, Jarv has a Mindbender's shotgun farm. So this is one of the best PvP shotguns in the game. I dare say that it is the best PvP shotgun in the uh, game. The best PvP, I believe, is a God Roll Badlanders. But yeah, it is a phenomenal shotgun. It is one of the best, yes. So if you're new to Destiny, and again, New Light, Christmas Guardian, this might be something that you need want to check out because it is a really good shotgun. Then we have Datto has a God Roll weapon guide. Now, he does state at the beginning of the video that if you're an experienced guardian coming to look for something new, you're not going to find it. It's going to be an outlaw rampage, outlaw kill clip kind of video. But he does kind of cover certain weapons and certain perks that you want to maybe get on those weapons, not necessarily to have outlaw and feeding frenzy kind of weapons but it's a really good guide of especially if you're again new player coming into destiny or if you are an experienced player and you just there's so much information to take in and i'm constantly forgetting you know i've put a gun in my vault and i think why did i put that gun? oh yes okay but then sometimes i do forget you know that why i've kept that specific role because i've watched a video six months ago but now it's come back into the forefront of that's a good gun to have mm-hmm. so Datto goes over, you know, some of the kind of good god rolls that you want to look for. Also, Glitch Tutorials has a skip Vorgath in the Shattered Throne. So this is uh, part of the dungeon in the Dreaming City, if you're not aware. And there was a part where you can skip the ogre in it with, I think it was shooting mountaintop grenade launchers and jumping on the projectiles to get over and, and, and through walls and things. So there is another way that you can do it, and apparently it's still working in 2020. And he shows you how to skip Vorgath to basically cheese that part of the Shattered Throne. Talking of cheese, we have a couple of videos from Cheese Forever. He has, he has a Hammer Health regen exploit for the Titans for PvP and PvE. And going infinite over. baby hammers. Yes. <laughs> That's another one. Yes. Saw that and I cried. Mm. Cried, cried big manly tears. So yeah, there's a way of of kind of taking damage and then instantly getting your health back, which is quite um broken. Broken in PvP, yes, yes. 
there, there is there is also a lovely cheese forever video that came out just after we posted the podcast last week that i tried out at the beginning of the week which is really nice in pvp uh, a telesto exploit for using a one-shot throwing hammer now this involves again a hammer tie middle tree you you can throw out your telesto bolts onto the floor then throw your grenade down and that counts as a times three stack of killing somebody so you can then just run around the map with your throwing hammer booping people on the head it's great fun so yeah go try that one please don't yes. like don't actually try that especially no, if you're in my game don't do that no it's a, it's a very good one especially no, since no, no. you get especially if you max out your um discipline so you get oh, your your grenades every 32 seconds put on an armamentarium um or actually no i did try the dune marchers so i was running for a short period of time then throwing the hammer and getting kind of that static electric charge between two people backwards and forwards it's quite nice but if you want to you can still wear the armamentarium get two grenades because every time you die you get your two telesto bolts throw one down on the ground throw your grenade down and away you go again so yeah good fun now the reason the reason why I was upset about the uh, EDZ obelisk is because I needed to upgrade it to get a chance at buying the the bounty for the Traveler's Judgment. Now the Traveler's Judgment is a sidearm that's been around since we had the Osiris DLC mm-hmm. way back when, but now you can get it with different roles on it. And Plunder the Booty has got a God Roll sidearm guide for the Traveler's Judgment. And it is amazing. The gameplay in it, it he, I mean, what's the role? I didn't see the video. What's what's the role? It is a rapid hit, uh, moving target, ricochet rounds, and then I can't remember what kind of scope. But he's rapid got a range master target. What? Mm-hmm. Range master work on it, and I can't remember what he puts on it as a mod. But it it looks really good, and it's one that I'm kind of now trying to get now that I've got my EDZ obelisk up and running. So go and watch that. That's a that's a really good, interesting video to watch. Eero has a Xenophage post-Season of Dawn review. So if you knew or you've forgotten about this weapon, this was the exotic slow-firing machine gun that we could get in Season of Undying. It's I exo- still don't have that. Oh exotic God, quest. That. So Eero goes back and plays with the, the weapon just to see what the the damage output has been because it was promised a 50% damage buff in PVE, I believe. And they've slightly tweaked it in PVE with the amount of ammo that you can collect. So he goes back and he shows you the damage numbers of before and after and, and talks through that. It, it's, it's, it's tuned to be into position of being a good weapon now. So it may be something that you want to look at using. So go and watch that. Also talking of sidearms, because sidearms, again, are back in the meta for PvP anyway. True Vanguard has a guide for the Breachlight sidearm, which is the new one from the Osiris. And it goes over the role that he's using at the moment. So that might be something, again, you might want to try out, Reese if you're yeah. looking for a sidearm. I have seen the sidearm. I have, I have a few sidearms. I'm still, get, I'm still trying to get the, the last hope with, uh, with uh, Pull the Trigger. Okay. Tap the trigger. Tap the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. So then I get that one, then I'll be looking for others. But yeah, continue. Go ahead. (laughs) 
And then Fallout Plays has gone back and done another one of his in-depth looks at why does the Warlock <gasps> melee suck? Really? Ooh, I like that. Clicked. It's been clicked. Clicking mm. has happened. And it basically shows you the, the melee range for Titans, Hunters, and Warlocks, and why the Warlock melee sucks as bad. So if you're new to Destiny or you, you've been playing it for a long time, you, you're wondering, why the hell is this, you know, why is that Titan punching me faster? Why is that Hunter punching me faster? He shows you gameplay footage of, like, these are the ranges of this is the speed at what happens here. And it, it explains quite a lot of reasons why. You know, they the, the Warlocks do need a little bit of love in certain melees. So, yeah, go watch that. Just, just not the handheld supernova. I think they've got plenty yeah. of love. Yeah. No, I think this is kind of just normal melee ranges. And I was unaware of... I mean, there's quite a, a, a big space between the two Guardians and where he melees. I mean, you see them edge ever so close together, but it's like a two or three meter range away from somebody that you see them suddenly fly in, punch, and like back away slightly. And I and think this is the Titan punching somebody. No, this is the Warlock. Um, really? The, the, yeah, the Warlock moves moves in, punches, and then moves back quite away. But if you look at the Hunter, the Hunter I found quite interesting because the Hunter will go in a melee really quickly, but then literally be on top of that Guardian when they finish doing the melee, so they can melee again really quickly, which explains, again, a lot if you've got a lot of mobility on your Hunter, mm-hmm. that you can melee twice really quickly. But again, it's a, it's a really interesting video to watch. And then I've got three Astacross videos this week that I've picked out. Two of them, I recommend everybody just just go and watch these because they are really, really good. Now, the first one is, is maxing out all your stats possible? And it looks like it possibly could be. Now, there is a new mod that comes... No, wait, what? I saw the video. He maxes uh, discipline. No, he maxes strength, mobility, and... Yeah, discipline. No, we're, t- we're talking about mobility, recovery, and resilience. Recovery, These are the th- that's what it is. Okay, yes. yeah, you're right, you're right, my bad. So, with the new armor that you can get from Season of Dawn, and a new mod, which I think is Powerful Friends, that's what it's called. So, there's a new mod that you can get that's available on Arc Arc Armor oh. Pieces. Yep. And it's called Powerful Friends. And you can stack these mods on all of your armor pieces. So this art, this mod costs four energy, but what it does is it gives you plus 20 to mobility. So what you want to do is you want to, you want to look for the high roll stats inside the resilience and the recovery, but as long as you have at least two, actually you only want two mobility on yeah. each piece of armor. He says it's very easy to get the plus two on, on the arc pieces, but then it's trying to get the others to be stacked in the right items so you want like high i think it was high recovery because high resilience is a lot cheaper to put on as a separate mod whereas uh, recovery is a plus four mod which explains quite a lot of in the next video that he does why you kind of maybe want to go more resilience of recovery so you can you can add extra mods to it but it is possible if you can get the right rolls of armor 
with these mods, you could get a hundred on your mobility, resilience, and recovery. In the video, he he can only get two of them up to a hundred, but it, it's going to be a hunt for some people if they want to kind of do it. And I think some people out there will probably do this. I sure hope so. <laughs> it it does look very very interesting to do. I mean, a hunter with max mobility, resilience, and recovery was uh, that would be a complete oh, yeah. nightmare. But again, watch the video. It's really, really interesting stuff. And the second video that ties in with his maxing stats video is why tier 10 isn't everything in Armour 2.0. And again, he breaks down everything kind of with what you want to need to know about going over a certain stat on your armor to then get a, a generation of, of like your grenades and your 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 melees and your your supers and what was quite interesting is that he shows you on kind of graphs that he he's got from i think it's a reddit post and there's a there's a link that he's got in his video description that you can then go and tweak and input your own armor stats and work out various different things with that but again he explains it a lot in a lot more detail with this video so Going back to that, he's got these um, these graphs that basically show you that most of the stats kind of plateau around five or six. So that's like 60, 50, like in your in your stats that the slight changes in some of them are very, you know, you, you don't need to have like a tier 10 in, say, your in intellect if you're kind of maybe doing a tier 10 in your strength or your discipline because you may have a build that you can get your grenade back faster which then you can then spec out to throw more grenades so then that recharges your super faster than you could actually get in your intellect and and the same with the melees really i mean we've highlighted a couple of builds recently like with the hunters and with the warlocks and even the titans there are certain things that you can kind of spec into that not necessarily into your super, into your intellect, but if you spec into those other things going up, you know, in the tiers like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, that will regenerate your super a lot quicker than actually going to a tier 10. But again, check out his video because it's really, really interesting. And those two videos this week were just really fascinating for me to kind of some of the things are new, but I kind of it was nice to kind of re refresh what I'd kind of already picked up over this certain period of time having somebody else say the same thing that you think is always a good mm. motivator and the last video we're going to plug this week is another astacross video which is the armored bomber hunter build now this is a void uh, hunter build that he's put together with top tree which means vanishing <laughs> um, when you're dodging and you've got the bombardiers which are the exotics that you can get for this season so when you dodge, you go invisible. Not actually armored. <laughs> yeah. He even says it in his video. He goes, I should have called it like invisible bomber build or something because it's not really armored. No, but you get to go invisible when you dodge. You also leave a grenade behind that will damage people. So with the right loadout and the right, again, using the other two videos to kind of max your stats in maybe mobility and recovery, this could be a very, very good build in PvP. So that's another one for definitely to watch, you know. Yep. Yeah, you put it, you watch it. That's how this works. I can't believe we've 
us two, we've nearly spoken for two hours. Uh, I can believe it. I'm very long-winded. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked at the time like an hour ago and I thought, I oh, would be through this easy, easy. Uh-huh. Opened... Oh, no. What now? You know, I've, I just realized he's not uh-huh. here. One of us uh-huh. has got to do the outro. Uh-huh. Oh, God, we've got to fumble through this again. Uh, well, I don't have our info in front of me, so I don't think you want me to do it. <laughs> I haven't like, got it in front of me either. We oh. have a podcast, since you know it. We got a, we got a Twitter. No, let's try and remember this. Right. I do not know it. There's no trying. Um, <laughs> I just don't know it. Thank you for joining us. Your titan has been Night Demon. Your hunter is no one respawns in real life. Oh, yeah. Um, you can follow the show on Facebook, on Twitter, Instagram. Um, I post some cool little videos when the video art stuff, when the podcast goes live, or if there's anything really, really interesting that I can't squeeze into the podcast in the meantime, or it's something really interesting that people need to know, I'll kind of post it. Otherwise, I won't kind of, you know... (laughs) I won't bother you with too many posts, basically. Why not? That's what it's there for. No, if they didn't people, like it, they wouldn't be reading it. People don't like to get spammed. Hey, nah, I love spam. So oh, you mean you mean on the Twitter? Oh, I, I thought yeah. you could just okay. Sorry. You can listen to us on all good podcasting download places. For all five podcasts are sold. That's it. We really We're suck all... at this. All fine podcasts are sold, as Parody would say. Right. I, I should I should just drop in one that he's previously done, but I'm I not think going you should. To. No, yeah, no, you, you don't no, we can we can do this. So uh, there's an email address which is two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or you can contact us on Twitter two underscore titans. Is that it? This, did, I, did I not put the hunter on there? Uh, well, uh, I can't I remember now. <laughs> uh, I, need to call, I need to call the wife. Honey, what's my Twitter handle for the <laughs> podcast? <laughs> right, Twitter. At two titans underscore hunter. That's how it is. Oh, that shows you how many times that I kind of tweet myself. Not at all. Definitely um not. so yes you can find us on Google Play Apple Play um the their mother podcast things that you're probably already listening to us on unless yeah. you're actually watching the YouTube video that Parody seems to put out a week after we actually record the podcast. <laughs> no, sorry Parody, I know it's been Christmas. I'm just pulling your chain. <laughs> so you're pulling his white when white? White? I'm pulling his chain. Oh chain. Yeah. That sounds way better than what I thought you said. Okay. <laughs> um longest is, outro ever. Is, no, but is that it? <laughs> I don't I can't I can't think uh, of We got the Twitter, we got the Facebook, we got the email, uh Google Play, Spotify, Apple Play, uh See you do know some iTunes. of it. Don't pretend that you don't know now. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm just I'm just saying all the places that have podcasts. <laughs> Uh, Podbean, that's a thing, I guess. If you 
like that kind of thing. If you like beans in a pod, kind of like peas in a pod, but yeah. So hopefully this won't be a two hour recording. This no, will be, this will be, maybe it might be actually, we didn't do too bad. So we, all there this was left... a lot of useless stuff in the, in the beginning and stuff that you got to cut out. Maybe. So all that's left for us to say now is goodbye. Question mark. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, don't you take my question mark. That's my question mark. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that's okay. Anyway, uh, so uh, goodbye, all of my minions. Uh, keep growing the respawn army, and one of these days we'll find Cade 6 or Cade 7, or we can we can make a Cade, right? I mean, who, who out there has programming experience? Let's let's make a Cade. We got this. Let's go. Uh, Till next time, you know, enjoy your holidays, enjoy your vacations if you have one, and uh, go out there and kill all of the Titans. Yes. No. Kill all of the Titans. Ooh, send me screenshots of your best Titan homicide. Please and thank you. I need this in my life. There you go. I need this in my life. Best Titan homicide. Oh, yeah, it's a big pizza pie that's night demon that's night demon when the moon hits your right like a big pizza pie that's night demon that's night demon okay what <laughs>